Hey, hey. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. <laughs> can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Wonderful. You can hear me all right? <laughs> yes. I think um, there's just been a lot of technical issues this week <laughs> because there's so many things going on. Yeah, with the with the true. moon and uh, the moon and yeah. the planets and everything else. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> it has everything to do with that, and it's it's aligning and non-aligning. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, welcome, welcome to our Thank little you. hub. Um, <laughs> it's us again, everyone. It's <laughs> the regulars. <laughs> the regulars. Today we're gonna um, we're gonna talk about something a little uh, not off topic by any means, but definitely a little more. What would you call it, Janet? Um, I think it's it's definitely more on the leaning on the side of wellness and mental being, and um, just sort of how it aligns with um, beauty because it comes from within, right? So if mm-hmm. we're well inside, we feel good on the outside too. So um, I think that's where we're we're headed today. I yeah. think we all need it. yes um right and we can't just be all like unicorns and and (laughs) rainbows it has to be sometimes real talk and and it's sometimes what we need to do to just sort of make ourselves feel better is to talk it about it get it out and let's move forward so that's what we're going to do today absolutely absolutely so the topic is I guess we're calling it mindfulness and what it really means um and I guess we'll get our own takes on what that means how we practice it and then, of course, how beauty is involved in that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like and Mel- it's true. And Melissa, I think you, um, you're definitely more insightful than I am with this topic because of your, um, your spirituality and mm-hmm. you're very much into meditation and yoga and um, health. And so I think really you're, I think you're going to be leading this one mostly. And <laughs> I'll put my two cents worth in every once in a while. Um, not that I don't believe in that and that I don't practice it, but I think you're definitely more in depth. Um, with these topics than I am. So I think we might let you lead because you do have some very valuable information. Um, Not to mention you're a love coach, you have a book, (laughs) another one coming out. I mean, there's so many different things that we can touch on, quite honestly, but I think this is your area of expertise. So um, to our listeners, I think it's good that we let you carry on. (laughs) No, I know. Okay, well, that's Thank you. That, um, yeah. So I I will just sort of begin my, I guess I'll tell you what that, how I got into meditation and mindfulness, because it actually relates to the beauty industry. And you can chime in anytime, Janet, because I think there's going to be a lot of things that you, along Mm -hmm. with anyone in this industry relates to. So for me, beauty, I've been in the industry since I was a toddler. Like everyone knows, I was a three-year-old walking around. That's great. Shoppers (laughs) Um, And and, and the industry had changed. So when I started, I mean, yes, people think I'm like young and I I guess, I mean, we're all young. Um, But I mean, when I started, there was no YouTube channels. There was still no like social media and people don't believe me. They're like, no, you, you, you grew up on that. And really I didn't. Anything I learned about beauty was through almost like a mentor, probably like yourself, Mm -hmm. like someone Mm -hmm. um, I went to school for, all those things. And so coming from that sort of pace, I'm going to call it a pace in beauty where it was um, more of a very much a high service, like a high touch service. When you go into Shoppers Drug Mart or to a beauty counter, you're spending the time as if you're getting your hair done. Like there was a lot of time invested in our consultations with our consumers, 
our customers, our clients, right? Like, would you agree? Like nowadays I find things are, and not just our industry, but in general, we have so many shifts in go, go, go. So we can quickly yep. shop for our lipstick. We can quickly shop for our skincare. Um, we don't even need to speak to anyone now. We, ha- we can do a quick Google search and then we're done shopping, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's that instant gratification. I think that's what this, this era is. It's all about, you know, getting in, getting out, doing it quickly, multitasking. But I think they're also finding multitasking is not um, actually a good skill to have as we once thought, because we're not putting, to your point, we're not putting that care into uh, Mm -hmm. each individual thing that we're supposed to be. So now we're only giving a little bit in each area. So yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so for me, I had struggled sort of on the uprise of the, the transition. And I think a lot of people in the industry did when it shifted from, uh, consultation based to very much online. Um, I remember, mm-hmm. I think it was called Lipstick Alley or one of the review sites. So this is again, mm-hmm. before YouTube and stuff, people would start pulling up on their mobile phones, or they would literally print it out at home and say, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to read this review and shop from a review as opposed to understanding what the product does. And not to say that reviews mm-hmm. aren't great, but um, it was really hard for a lot of us in the beauty world to, to adapt to that because we're the experts. We spend a lot of time in education. And I think people underestimate how much time a beauty expert spends learning about the new technology and trying to be ahead of the game um, because things are switching. So when that had happened, mm-hmm. um, so I want to say probably I'm going to say, it's pr- well, when did I connect with you when we were started working together 2012 I think it was 2012 yeah so I think around that area maybe 2014 things really got shifted Mm -hmm. like we felt the shift in the industry we felt it as a makeup artist all those things and so after that I really uh took a look at who I was and I was losing my uh, if I'm being honest my my creativeness I was losing hope in the industry I felt useless almost if that is Mm -hmm. a nice it's not a nice word but it is it's the real world it's the real world word and um I felt uh I was working really hard and working harder and not smarter um running on Mm -hmm. E essentially because my passion was dwindling and it had been in my DNA not since I was working but it's always been in my DNA to the beauty world right like we've all Mm -hmm. we've all been connected in the art of it I think in some way shape or form so Basically, that's where it started for me is the shift and trying to adjust. And of course, I have to plug in here that the reason we're talking about this now is because we're seeing the same thing in 2020 with COVID. We're finding a shift with no direction yet. We don't know where the aim is, not just for sales, not just for retail, not for beauty in general. Our whole lives have changed and we don't have the aim yet. We don't know where we're going yet. And I think this is the the, the best way to describe why this this podcast or this topic is being brought up today um, more than ever because the mindfulness was going going back to what that means for me was settling in and understanding what's going on around me I wasn't understanding because I just kept going 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 it's like first you turn left then you turn right then and you don't know where your destination is so does that make sense so far what I'm getting at here oh Janet I think we lost you I can't hear Janet. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay, there you are. There Can you, you are. hear me? 
That's weird. <laughs> well, you know, we, we do run a business here. Um, so I am getting messages through my phone sometimes. So it could be that maybe it's cutting in and out. I apologize. That's weird. I, I thought I was, I was talking. I could hear myself. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, um, I didn't hear you. Sorry. I was just saying, no, I was just saying, I think everybody will take something different away from this and, and what mindfulness is to them. So mm -hmm. it does make sense what you're saying. But I think it, what's kind of cool is everyone will pick up differently on it which is neat yeah so um so basically it was a make or break as you know you witnessed my health was yes. struggling my physical yeah. uh, before and here's something we I, I'm going through right now as you said I'm doing a lot of different things and I've been practicing this stuff since 2014 like legitimately but I am going through a program right now for Ayurveda and what mm -hmm. it teaches us is about looking in the mirror and understanding and self-healing and all these things and um mindfulness is becoming aware of what happens in the mind actually it, it that's what's going to start physically manifesting in your body and this right. is where the word dis-ease comes from it's you're disconnected from being at ease that's what mm. meditation brings us back to or mindfulness in general which i'm going to get into what meditation isn't the only way to be mindful really um but for me mm -hmm. it was the way that i could quiet my mind because i think a lot of us can relate to so much mind chatter that it's habitual it is autopilot to go into the negative not necessarily negative direction but maybe not the most proactive di direction for our mind mm -hmm. um and then we lose direction we lose direction in our general life and and then this is where dis-ease begins. And so for me, it, it really manifested into physical um, problems in the gut and the mm -hmm. stomach at, in particular. And what's interesting about those areas is they hold a lot of emotion and in a spiritual sense, but we call something a physical body and we have a subtle body. And our subtle body is where that source, you know, that gut instinct or I have a gut uh, feeling or you yes. know that that's that actually stems from that reality that our subtle body is where emotions are stored it's a, it's a really fascinating thing yeah well and it's kind of um i think we lost you again janet <laughs> How about now? Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. I apologize. Um, so I was saying basically that it's no different than we joked about it before, but it's the, you know, the, the knee bones connected to the shin bone and that it's amazing <laughs> how we're right. How we're all, we're connected deeper than we realize. Um, mm -hmm. And Sometimes we fluff things off and we think, oh, well, that's just, you know, I feel like that because, you know, whatever it might be. But we, you yeah. do have to take a deeper look and you do have to take a step back and go, well, maybe, you know, the way I'm thinking or maybe the I'm manifesting something in a negative way and it's affecting my health. And you see it all mm -hmm. the time. I mean, here's here's a good example where um, it's a little off topic, but not really, where you have friends or family that might be trying to conceive and they're putting so much time and effort that they can't. And then the minute that they stop trying or, you know, you've heard stories where people have adopted children and all of a sudden, boom, they get pregnant. It's the mind yeah. over matter thing, right? If you're so stressed out and you're so um, focused on something Attached. sometimes, right? Exactly. Yeah. That it can actually hinder you. So, um, yeah. Yes. So you're right. Mind is everything.
<laughs> it is everything. And I, I mean, I could, as you know, I can spend all day talking about just that in particular and, and sort of the science behind it, but I won't bore everyone too much. No, uh, it's just, not at it's all. just, but, um, but to your point that mindful, so going back to the word mindfulness, everyone assumes it's like a meditative state or whatever, but it is actually just witnessing when you're, you are not, um, when you're too attached to a particular sort of outcome or a part of your life that you're just so mm-hmm. heavily focused that you're not surrendering or trusting the, the, the word surrender. I personally liked, and I, I know that's, again, it could sound woo woo, but it's really about <laughs> to your point, um, just realizing that not nothing's a nine one one really to focus on it 24 seven. Like we mm-hmm. we're a physical body, we're a mental body, we're an emotional body. And so these things, like if we're going into work or um, family or whatever it is, we do need to take time to step out of that, which would be surrendering to the now, the now, like mm-hmm. anxiety or and these things stem from worrying too much about the future or the past, right? And um, yeah, or things so out of your pa- control, right? right? Which are usually in 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 a space time thing. It, it's usually mm-hmm. they're not in your control because you're they're of they're forward or they're behind. So, you know, it's like that idea, like if we're going to keep complaining about something that happened yesterday, we're living in yesterday when we're wasting all of today. Correct. Yep. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and that from what I can see with everything that's been going on in the last, you know, seven months with COVID and everything else, I mean, that is, that's a huge part of, you know, people's anxieties and, you know, they're, they're hanging on to things that they used to be able to do and now they can't. Yeah. And it's, it's, we're not used to living in the moment. It's just not what we're built for. We're, we're built to look forward to things and to plan things and, you know, not being able to do that. We're not having that ability. I think, um, it, it creates an importance in getting back to this mindfulness and getting back to how do we, how do we be content with the here and now and not yeah. focus too much on the future and, and what's happened already. Exactly. And I think one thing that I love pointing out in, in this te- per- particular area is, you know, there's a lot of like, be grateful and this and that. And let's be real, like fake positiveness is not a good thing either. You cannot, Mm-mm. we're here to feel we're here, like, we wouldn't have emotions if we weren't supposed to under like, take a look at them, really. And emotion yeah. is literally, it's something that arises to give you that notification. It's like a notification. If you feel angry, take a look at that notification. If you feel mm-hmm. sad, or if you feel anxious, take a look at where your mind's been, because that's one of the first things that are going to indicate where what's happened. And then secondly, physically, then settling into that emotion. And that's where meditation is fantastic, but it could literally be just you thinking. Um, I use the example a lot where we're in our cars. We are meditating as we take a drive and we, because we, we're not focusing on everything going on on that whole drive, you know? Yep. Yep, so true. instead we let our mind go somewhere else and that is sort of, sort of what mindfulness is. So you can use it productively or you can use it. Like for me, I practice it in my car a lot because you and I, like all of us uh, mm-hmm. executives, we drive a lot. Um, and so yeah. we're in the car and we, you know, there's people that are going to cut us off. They've had a bad day. Am I going <laughs> to flip him the bird or, and am I going to let it ruin <laughs> my whole commute? Or what can I do in the meantime? And for me, usually it's just throwing on a good song and, and not being fake again. Like, yeah, I can, I can ramble to myself for a few minutes. You know, this guy's a jerk, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's about investing or spending. So do you want to mm-hmm. invest 
Because you're not, he keeps, that's spending. You're not getting anything. But investing is a more productive thought pattern. Absolutely. And, and again, perfect example, you can't change, you can't change that person, that person's got a habitual, you know, if they're, Mm -hmm. if they're a bad driver, or they didn't see or it was a mistake, what are you going to change in that moment, you're not going to change anything. So getting angry, getting, um, you know, upset isn't going to change that it's only going to upset you, and it's going to change your mood. So Mm -hmm. um, you're so right, it's, it's, you know, you don't want to react always to the actions that are um, put forth. Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's just better to kind of go, okay, let it roll off my back like a duck yeah, yeah <laughs> and yeah. move forward type of thing. So, um, yeah, I've done personally, um, for those who know me, a lot of growth this year and a lot of um, eye-opening behavior for myself. And um, that's definitely part of what I have been learning is, you know, there's, you can't live in the past, um, but you do have to basically... Uh, deal with what's been dealt to you and then you can move forward you can't just you know push things forward and expect it to go away because those things um, become deep-rooted and they can come back up again so um and they will topic is perfect (laughs) yeah yeah they absolutely will yeah it's um so um again for those that don't know ayurveda it's pretty much the study of self uh healing i guess is the best Mm -hmm. way to describe it holistically Mm -hmm. for thousands of years and then yoga is about self-realization so when you get deeper to understand that yoga isn't about being on the mat and ayurveda isn't about just taking a turmeric latte like it's it's <laughs> it, it, it's about mindfulness and which is why <laughs> um, it's so important for me but the biggest thing that the reason i personally am so interested in this is because it's it it's it's old it, i mean it's the longest or oldest sort of self-therapies that we have and they're used in so many more western I guess traditions yeah um Mm -hmm. and and with that being said 2020 obviously like you said highlight it's highlighting it's putting the flashlight in those dark areas for an opportunity as humanity like not just self but humanity as a whole as we can see everything from the top to the ground is being looked at right now um and Mm -hmm. it's forced mother nature is forcing us to be mindful and so I don't want to go on and on about that. I really, really want to talk about is how we can do that and how we can make those shifts. And so one of the things that people tell me, even to this day, after seven months of COVID, you know, I invite them to <laughs> sit with me for a practice of any kind. Um, they're yeah. saying, I don't have time. I don't have time. I, I, I still don't have time. And Amazing. I think, right. And I think that's the point I'm trying to make is mindfulness is just making time because mm-hmm you are the one that prioritizes everything in your life. And that, that goes for everything. I don't care who your boss is, what job you have. I don't care your children, your husband, your family. It could be two minutes. It could be one minute. If you commit to one thing a day, um, that's where you see major shifts because it doesn't take a whole practice. It doesn't take, um, you know, going to a yoga class. It really just takes a moment to analyze and to, to be in the now. How can you get in the now? And so one of mm-hmm. our favorite things, of course, is beauty. <laughs> and that's of course what, it is. <laughs> and, and, um, I know we talked about it. A lot. I think it was with Christine. I think Andrea has mentioned about the routine yep. for ourselves and skincare, for instance. That might be where you get five minutes of peacefulness or one minute of peacefulness to go do your skincare routine. That's where you could take that moment. You can look in the mirror. You can feel yourself massaging the skin, whatever it is that gives you that, that element of just being in the now to enjoy 
That's right. Absolutely. Mine personally is the bathtub. I am drawn to water. I'm a water sign. I need water um, on a daily basis. So bath time for me. um, (laughs) And that's where I actually find that I can, maybe I produce my better cell turn over there. I don't know. (laughs) But it's where I can sit quietly. Um, Even when the kids were little, I'm sure all the moms out there can can attest. Um, You know, it was it was the place where I could close the door, lock it, get into the bath and just have some quiet time until they were old enough to know how to pick the lock with a paper clip. (laughs) (laughs) Then all that peace and tranquility went out the window. But um, yeah, exactly. But you know, for me, that's exactly it. And it's, you know, sometimes it can be um, a face mask. I, for me, face mask is the mm. ultimate as far as mm-hmm. relaxing. Um, I feel like I'm actually getting the most benefits when I'm sitting there and the moisture is uh, around me and I'm doing something really good for my skin. Um, so yeah, so you're a hundred percent right. There's, there's little things that we can do on a daily basis. It could be, you know, your workouts. I know I like to do my workout in the evening, so I'll mm-hmm. do that. And I take my baths with these routines where I can sit and I can relax. I can be on my mat, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And, and you're right. It doesn't have to be, you know, half an hour long. It doesn't have to be, it just has to be enough where you can sort of connect your mind and your body and your soul. That's it. It's, it's really, and that's, and again, it sounds woo woo, but this is ancient. This is you, like, this is what we all need right now. And I, I don't want to push anything on anyone, but just a moment to be in the now in the, like in the now, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Just remember that don't, you don't mm-hmm. need to be a meditator. You don't need to be, but it's really, what can I do in the moment to just find that, that space and time gap for myself, you know, instead of worrying that's about right. what I need to buy tomorrow or make for dinner later those kinds of things um and you're absolutely right you mentioned something that's really interesting and I wasn't going to bring it up on this podcast but about (laughs) the senses so that's uh, our senses Mm -hmm. connect to our emotional state and so Mm -hmm. uh like you had mentioned like the bathwater touching you or giving yourself a little bit of a skin massage or um I think we talked about earlier like essential oil scent um, or, yes. Or it, even if you don't have a, you know, a sage diffuser or whatever, you grabbing a peppermint tea or whatever your favorite element of food, even like it could be cheesecake mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or almond. Yeah. Heated almond milk with a little splash of vanilla extract. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> right. Then, exactly. And closing your eyes and actually that's to be in the moment, taking a sniff of it, smelling it. And like these People, we underestimate, and there is a psychology before, uh, behind it because the scent, um, when you start smelling, especially if it's a familiar smell, like you were talking, I think we talked earlier, I love the rain. Yep. So the, the rain has, if you go outside after a rainfall, you have, there's a scent, right? There's that smell and yes. you, it gets triggered to a memory and a memory creates a state and a state is an emotional connection. So um, it could, it could be a bad state, you know, rain could be traumatizing to someone, but being in the now is the only way you'll figure things like that out. Something could be haunting you in your emotional, you know, past, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you won't even know until you give it that moment in the now. So don't, mm. and take those moments, like for me going in the rain, I think I told you earlier, like it reminds me of my childhood and I had a really good experience at this one like place, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I've instantly within 30 seconds shifted states. Uh, emotional Amazing. Things, right? And that's mindfulness. That is connecting to the now. 
It's funny how that happens. Yeah. Okay. So total sidebar. Like that's, that's, um, I, I always find that fascinating how you all of a sudden you smell something that you haven't smelt in like years, years. Like there, there is one incident where my mother had a certain perfume. My mother d- died years ago when I was young, but, um, mm-hmm. every once in a while, and I don't think they make this perfume anymore, but every once in a while I can smell it. And I think of her and it's totally, it yeah. brings me back to that. And it's just, yeah. it, it always blows me away. It's like, where does that come from? Like, are we, yeah. are we actually smelling that? Or are we pulling that from our brain? Memory. Are we right? Yeah. Like what are we doing it's, to make it? And, <laughs> and that's, that's the beauty of like connecting more with this mindfulness or whatever, like this buzzword, whatever your body is going to tell your soul speaks to you. Like there's a spirit, like think about it. We are so complex as, as humans, we can actually visual, we can talk into our brains without talking. Like this is something, who is that? Who's talking to us, you know? And so I believe a couple different things when that happens, that's you, that the part of you, the bigger part of you, that's, that's not logical, right? It's that like Mm -hmm. deep intuitive or whatever, um, is is hinting for it's craving that emotional state it could be somewhere you know it, it's coming to yeah. you because it your des- your desire needs to flourish yep 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 exactly I could be maybe I'm at a weak point in my life where I'm you know I'm I'm longing for something and it's making it happen you're you're so right I mean listen we we I've said it before but I think we'd be fools to think that you know these things can't exist or can't happen I mean in a world where there's you know millions of other planets around us and other life forms in some format or another. I mean, mm-hmm. how, how are we not connected with this or how do we prove that we're not? So I think that we have to sort of keep an open mind to all mm-hmm. these different um, variables and, and what is possible. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. exactly. And so, yeah, to that point, uh, going back to that, that sense, that's where, mm-hmm. so if you're not getting those little, um, I guess, what would they call it, like hints or like those nudges, let's say those little right. in, inner nudges, yeah then I would say that these are ways that you could start trying to connect more because if you're sitting in one state and it maybe it's, and and it's not fulfilling you, let's say, um, then, then it's time to shift. But ultimately you should be kind of going through different states. Like you shouldn't be sitting in anxiety or you shouldn't even be sitting in just happiness. And that's what I mean about fake positivity. You need to be feeling all the things in between because it connects you to who you really are. Um, Absolutely. I read a very interesting article um, a couple weeks ago, and it was in regards to um, pessimists. And mm-hmm. so I've, I've always thought I've been an optimist my whole life, and sometimes to my detriment, because, you know, I'm always thinking of the happy things, and I try to be, and I, you know, I think it's a good thing to have. But in reading this article, um, they're, they're giving kudos to pessimists, because what ends up happening is sometimes when people are too optimistic, you know, when something bad does happen, it's almost like the world comes crashing down, as opposed to a pessimist <laughs> is always expecting kind of the worst. And pessimist, um, who are that might suffer from anxiety or depression or that type of thing, they do that because that's a safe space for them. Um, And it's right. And so the minute something does go right, it's like a high for them, or it's almost like, Oh, I wasn't expecting Mm -hmm. that. So Mm -hmm. um, it's really, it was really, really interesting. So I'm kind of like, before I was, I was kind of dogging on pessimists, but now Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, well, there's a, there's a good (laughs) reason for this and, and there's a place for them. Right. So it doesn't always have to be, as we said, unicorns and rainbows, it can be, you know, trauma and and sadness and, you know, the worst of everything, but perhaps that's a safe space for, for certain people. 
Right. And, and Ayurveda, going back to that, or just in general, we're designed like seasons. So we look around us, we don't stay in one season, Mother Nature doesn't stay in one season. So and we, there's so many parts of us that like, we're imitating. So that's, Mm -hmm. to your point, we need to go through these darker seasons and these brighter seasons, because that's where um, a lot of what we need to know for our own, like, that's where answers come from, you know. Um, And there's something I say in my in my coaching, there's two practices I get people to do is when they're complaining, especially because I talk more about relationships and love life, like relationships are a whole other thing. Um, They're Mm -hmm. self discovery, like relationships (laughs) are your mirror. So the next time you someone's ticking you off, it's it's a 100% a mirror of what you need to look inside you. But that's a whole other topic. It's not a hot topic for a lot to digest. (laughs) Um, That is a lot. (laughs) But it's um, what I say is contrast each equals clarity. So um, when you're seeing everything go wrong, or you're seeing a bunch of things that aren't right, or you're feeling wrong, like you're feeling against what you really want to feel, it's actually pointing you to the exactly where you want to be. So uh, in short, if I'm feeling, you know, angry about something, it's because I want to feel happy. So how do I get there? You know, so it's, it's mm-hmm. like, and, and then I go through a practice where we recall, re- rewrite your story. So we look at your story as is your feelings, your, you know, your experiences, what, what's happening on a daily, what are you victim to? Because we all want to, I don't like saying this, but we do play victim to circumstances that we actually have a lot of control over. Um, right. And this is where we rewrite the story. Where do you want it to be? And how do you get there? What would it take for you to feel like this? What would it take for you to have that perfect partner or whatever else you're looking at? And so mindfulness is where it comes from. It, it, and, and it's taking those moments. It could come to you um, when you're doing your skincare routine. Some of my best creative ideas, I don't know about you, but could be in the back yep. or could be working out. And there's a reason. It's because you're you're not in the future and you're not in the past there it's those time lapses where you're really in the now so when you mm. need an answer to something you need to take the time out mm, that's really I never even thought of it like that to be honest with you that's that's um profound wow <laughs> very <laughs> wow oh, I've had a lot yeah, no. of time to search <laughs> in the now <laughs> yes I have <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> oh my goodness well yeah I I think wow this could get really deep <laughs> I know I know it could. right well we could tr- we could try and talk t- I mean it could there could be a part two but um going on that and I, I know like you know I could talk about this subject all day um yes yes the other time that we do we all do this before we fall asleep right mm-hmm. like and that's where we, we can be productive with our mind too. It doesn't have to be going for a run or anything, but when you're in bed and you're letting the day get to you or you're worrying about tomorrow, that's the mm-hmm. perfect time to really say, no, I, this is like, don't let your mind control shut, you. shut it down. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, and I think, um, going back to the whole, um, anxiety and panic attacks and things like that, I think that's exactly what people are taught to do in those situations is to sort of reel themselves back, pull back, pull back mm-hmm. and kind of mm-hmm. go, no, relax. You know, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't predict the future. I can't, you know, worry about something that's, that's not happened yet. And let's do the now let's do the yeah. now. So I think yeah. that's exactly it. That's such a great tool to have. Um, and if everybody could learn that, then maybe there'd be less anxiety. I don't know. Well, there's a ton, <laughs> there's a ton of practices. I mean, breathing, like, so, there's a couple of things that we do. Um, you can work on your physical, like when you change the physiological, like, so if you, that's why meditation is so popular because when you change your breathing, it changes your, the system of your body. Right. So you're either going in your, your rest and digest, or you're going into fight or flight and your mm-hmm. breathing alone can change that. 
being in fight and flight is what our society lives in now, but it's not our natural state. And in fact, it's only there to us alarm of a, alarm us of nature. And the right. other time, interestingly enough, is when we fall in love because it, it, right. it, it can alarm us that this might be the right partner. So we get into that like excitement, endorphins, and that's a whole other subject. But the, the idea behind that is just to understand that it's not this insane practice that you need to commit to. It's really about understanding um, we have control over it, to your point. And um, there's, mm -hmm. there's billions of ways to do it. And, and not every, like I said, we've talked about you can practice yoga without getting on a mat because yoga is about self-realization. So there's many ways that can come through, um, mm -hmm. you know. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I guess so, I know what that went on. But no, I, and I, <laughs> I just think that there's so many, um, like, as you're speaking, I, I things keep, I have these little sidebars, right? So yeah. I think there's just so many um, little sidebars you can have with that. And, and I'm also now thinking too about the whole back to beauty, right? Like how, yeah. how it all sort of relates and how it makes us feel better in, in times like right now and how we, you know, we pop into a store and we look for a nail polish. It's just yeah. a nail polish to most people, right. but it's, it's how it makes us feel and it's inexpensive, but it's, it's enough to kind of go, okay, I feel better about myself. So, mm -hmm. um, I, I relate, I just, I can see all sorts of sidebars popping up. When well, you're talking. That's all. And, and let's, <laughs> let's go for one second. Um, that there's a couple different ways that that's going to make you feel good. And, and also I'm sick of hearing like, Oh, you don't need makeup. And, um, you know, mm -hmm. um, you shouldn't, she's, <laughs> She's doing all that makeup because she doesn't feel confident. Actually, to the contrary, it could go back to that idea of it, it, it's triggering a sense, the senses to an experience, you know, yeah, uh, beauty I for agree. me is a lot of time growing up with my mom. My mom stayed at home for the first few years. So she was doing our hair and makeup and be, so that's the trigger for me. <laughs> it's taking me to that state. Right. And number yeah. two is I want people to be very compassionate if they start to you know, practice this idea or even just consider it on a daily basis, even just mm -hmm. thinking about it when they pick up their next lipstick, for instance. Um, yes. Be compassionate yes. of where you are because you practice this thought pattern or this behavioral pattern probably your whole life. So if it is a pattern of not feeling great or you're almost rewiring the brain when you start introducing time to sit and think or not think rather, <laughs> you know, right, right. When, you're, yeah. when you're shutting off your brain from going on autopilot, your brain mm -hmm. is like, what's happening? What are you doing? And, and emotions kind of rise for two minutes of doing your skincare, let's say, where you start being more mindful, you can have mm -hmm. like a total like breakdown and you're like, what's happening? And it's because your body's like almost purging. It's, it's a very interesting thing. Um, and mm. it, to your point, it gets very deep and this is, where, <laughs> this is where people will have meltdowns and not sure where they come from. You know, you can have anxiety and not have a clue what happened. Nothing, you know, and it's because your body and senses have been triggered in a way that you, and that's why taking time, you can start oh, understanding. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, um, yes, absolutely. I can relate. <laughs> so, exactly. I know we went on, but I think um, in a nutshell, I think our best tips for this, and we would love to hear everyone, like I would love more people to get in on this particular conversation because I think it's yeah. the year to do so. For me and so. you, I think beauty, um, I forgot to mention, but creativity is a way to be in the now. And that's why even mm -hmm. if you do a full face of makeup, shamelessly without going anywhere it could relieve you from that time of anxiety like I, I did my makeup during quarantine I don't know about you but I got on I just oh. started 
I was playing eyeliners and lashes and, and that's oh, our sure. outlet. And we, we understand now that that's part of who we are because it is a creativeness. It keeps us in the now, but uh, you know, to your point, it could be someone could go for a run. Someone could cook yep. or bake. Yep. Um, and that's exactly, I mean, we, how much, how many sour, sourdough breads did we see being baked? This, <laughs> right. People are like, Banana I got to do bread. something. Yeah. <laughs> so true. But no, a hundred percent. I still woke up, um, you know, every day put makeup on. Um, I was going through something uh, in my life as well that was challenging. And even with that going on, I, I still managed to drag myself out of bed and put makeup on every day because it made me feel better. So yeah. If that's what makes me feel better, that's what I'm going to do. And if people want to judge, go ahead and judge. I don't care. But um, mm-hmm. you just have to do what makes you feel good. And and again, for the moment, for that particular moment. Yeah, exactly. So, yes. We didn't yes. even talk about some of our beauty tips, but I was just going to share two products that um, trigger the senses in our brand is, of course, Miracle Mist mm-hmm. because it has mm. essential oils. Um, and it. that's, that's really not to plug. This wasn't a, a podcast to just be like talking it, but it really has uh, a moment. Like I, I've said this to my, my teams in store mm-hmm. that if you're having a bad day, you need to, you need to readjust that. So spritzing that on your face, it has a, many other benefits, of course, that we've yes, talked about. Yes, 70 to be exact. But, <laughs> um, but you know, um, it, it, taking that time for it, that quick spritz can give relief yes. that for sure. Yes. Absolutely. And then something we talked about um, earlier, too, was the we were talking about doing um, eye cream, but saturating, right? You want to talk about it? Go ahead. So, well, I know this is like me taking over Um, the total eye, like our recovery gel. um, It's a gel eye cream. So you could take two cotton pads, put it into cool water with a couple pumps of the eye cream. Um, and mm-hmm. let it saturate for a few minutes and then put it under your eye. And the difference that's, that's triggering another oh, sense because it, yes. it's, it's compression. And because our eyes, we, we underestimate how much we're utilizing our eyes, especially now in 2020, which we mm-hmm. we're talking about in another podcast with blue light, but we're, right. we're, we're straining our eyeballs way more. And this is mm-hmm. a, a sort of a resting and that calm state closing your eyes actually tells your brain, okay, it's time to shut down. So if you are having any type of anxiety or anything like that, something as simple as that is not, it's not only great for your eyes, it's a great product in general to use every day, but that technique will help um, give you a little bit of a, it'll tell you to, instead of going into flight and flight, it will mm-hmm. it'll settle you into rest and digest. Um, and mm-hmm. your breathing, right. your breathing's automatically going to calm down. Your muscles are going to be less tense. Um, it, it, these, it's such simple practices, but very profound. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that tip with the, with the tone up and the cotton pads, because it really is, I mean, who doesn't want more moisture around their eyes, but it's also cooling and relaxing. And that's another favorite thing for me to do in the bath with my mask. <laughs> yeah, is to definitely do something like that. I love it. I absolutely love it. I would I'm gonna talk uh, about the product we talked about last week. Um, our lip oil would be a really good thing too, because mm-hmm. um, our lips are obviously get they get dry and all these fun things um but yep. like our eyes they were the the muscles around there were, were exercising a lot of energy so even just putting something like a treatment and then relaxing it, again mm. super super simple pure and simple <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, <Good> plug. <laughs> also profound like in in the sense that you will be amazed if you take the moment to realize like yep. what's happening mm-hmm. take a look at your body understand your breath is it changing um and that kind of thing 
Yeah. Meditation. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay. This was <laughs> way longer than I thought it was going to be. Um, hopefully well, you're passionate. That's why. I know. <laughs> hopefully it's entertaining. And um, I really hope that um, I would love people's feedback. And if, if they love this, then we can, we can continue on this conversation. I think that definitely there's a lot of people out there that do share the same passion and, um, and perhaps even want to join us. They're welcome to, we would love to have um, uh, some guest speakers. It's, it's always open. So, but most of this is your, this is your baby. That's for sure. And I appreciate all the information that you shared and, um, and you're teaching me things every day. So just know <laughs> you can teach an old dog, new tricks. <laughs> oh, you're hilarious. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a big conversation. It's something that 2020, we really have to start looking at because if we look around, like the mother nature is telling us we need to do it. Yes, <laughs> you know, that's right. We, and, and we are the important thing. And I, I'll leave you guys with this. My teacher had said to me, you know, the bumblebee doesn't try to be the flower kind of thing. Right. And, mm, but the, the mm-hmm. bumblebee just being the bumblebee, it actually, think of the effect of a bumblebee. It, it you know, yep. pollinates, we've got honey honey and then all these things that come from that so you by you by being your best you you are making a difference in the world so mm-hmm. take more time for you because you are the attractor the of everything yeah you're the you're the bee and my name my name means honeybee in latin <laughs> oh no way <laughs> oh my god i just thought of that but um you are the bee. be the bee <laughs> be the bee <laughs> all so right funny. well I thank will... you melissa oh it's so lovely thank you so much janet as always and i love love talking about this so i hope we get to do it again we will i know we all will right. all right you have a great day everybody you too <laughs>